0: Hey, this is Zach Catanzaro. And I'm Walker Lukens. We're the hosts of Song Confessional, the only podcast where today's top songwriters turn your anonymous stories into original songs. This week, we've got a salacious tale of train platforms and anonymous hookups. Austin songstress Buffalo Hunt transforms the confession into a cinematic indie pop gem exploring the dark pleasures of our bad decisions. Listen to Song Confessional at KUTX.org or wherever you listen to podcasts. from KUT and KUTX Studios. Think about
1: this. Our brains change. Memory is not amazing. Thing. What you think is in, in there. Our brains aren't really finished. They're not, not fully cooked
0: yet. yet. You own. go with your heart, you don't have any idea why because we're, we're doing so doing smart the things that we're doing. But here's the deal. When somebody's going through a tough time and you say I'll be thinking about you or my thoughts are with you, why is that comforting? I'm Art Markman. I'm Bob Duke. I'm Rebecca McEnroy, and this is Two
1: Guys on Your Head. Today, porosity.
0: There's a paper in a 2022 issue of the journal Current Directions in Psychological Science by Tanya Lerman and Kara Weissman introducing a concept that they call porosity. And the idea here is that If you think about it, most of us are aware of the fact that our thoughts are somehow our own and they are caused in some way by our brains. And yet at the same time, we also hold these beliefs that somehow our thoughts may influence other things. For example, you might have a superstition in which you're watching a sporting event. You don't want to think a particular thing because you're afraid that that's going to Influence the outcome of the game that your favorite team is going to lose because you thought the wrong thing or you wore the wrong thing. And wait, you and mean some, that's not that doesn't happen? I, okay. I, yeah. Well, it could. Yeah. The the, well. the very idea that you that you think well that could be plausible. That's that's this whole notion that on the one hand we we know that's a little ridiculous, but on the other hand we also know well, it could happen. Right. It's it's one of the reasons why people don't like to. Uh, to make a will, for example, or or otherwise plan for death, because they're afraid that simply by thinking about it, they're somehow going to cause something in the universe that's going to hasten their demise. And so it's not just that we're uncomfortable with concepts like death and dying. We also think that somehow just thinking about it might might actually bring it about. So this notion of porosity is the more that you believe that your your thoughts leak out into the world, that there are other thoughts that could come in and influence your, yourself, that belief is related to religious beliefs. Because at the point where you believe that thoughts could get out there and influence the world and other things get in there and influence your thoughts, at some point that, that also relates to the idea of there being spiritual beings of various kinds, where your thoughts can influence their actions and that their actions can influence your thoughts. And so there's a there's a, a duality there where that that belief in this porosity then supports a lot of religious beliefs
1: we should probably make clear precisely where the porosity exists i mean we we have a concept of our inner selves you know our own thoughts and that they are contained inside of our own heads and that there's a world out there operating which includes other people and their thoughts And as Art's saying, perhaps other spiritual beings and their thoughts and and, and actions. And the idea of porosity is how much are those two things allowed to interact, right? How much do the things that are inside our head go through a porous membrane, metaphorically, to interact with things out there and vice vice versa?
0: Yeah. So there isn't a real firm boundary between the thoughts inside my head and what goes on in the outside world and vice versa. And it's obviously the world influences our thoughts, but it influences it through our sensory organs in general. So you hear something and it reminds you of something. You see something and it reminds you of something. That's a straightforward influence of the world because we have certain channels by which the world enters into our mental systems. But to the extent that there are things that can get in by other means, so my thoughts can somehow reach out and cross that boundary and get directly into your thoughts without being intervened on by what you can see or sense in in, in, in some other way. That's that notion of porosity. yeah and, and th- this article was making was drawing a relationship between that notion and also religious belief. We, we are
1: naturally pattern seekers. Temporal patterns, visual patterns, those kinds of things. And so, yeah, when things are coincident, you know, we have some idea and then an idea now is observed in the outside world. You know, we think, wow, look, look, look what just happened there. And of course, we always think that effects precede causes and that temporal sequence is indicative of cause and effect when often it's just random variation. All of that contributes
0: to this. I mean, the idea is that that people can differ in the degree to which they think this is going to happen. So some people just think, nope, that's ridiculous. The only way that information can come into my head is through my sensory systems, and then it's there. And other people, I think, believe deeply that their thoughts influence what's going on in the world around them and vice versa. And we talk about this sort of thing all the time, right? I mean, you know, when, when somebody's going through a tough time, and you say, I'll be thinking about you, or my thoughts are with you. Why is that comforting? It, I mean, it's comforting in part because of this belief that if I'm thinking about you, then I'm somehow sending some energy your way that's going to be positive. Yeah. So we use this kind of language all the time with the expectation that there is some amount of influence on the world that seems to be happening as a result of some of the kinds of things we think about. It's not that there are no experience in our lives that would lead us to draw that
1: conclusion. Many people who people describe as sensitive people and that they're attuned to other human beings recognize small aspects of their behavior that they interpret accurately often as an indication of how someone's feeling. And, you know, a lot of people who've spent a lot of time together have learned to read each other in ways that could be interpreted as, you know, you just read their mind when in fact you're probably picking up some cues about their posture or about the way they move or a tone of voice that just leads you to draw inferences about the way somebody's feeling or what they're thinking. I could see how easily how somebody could interpret, well, I just, I can kind of see into that person's thinking a little bit. And it it, it wouldn't be inaccurate to say, well, in a way you do, But as Art was saying a minute ago, it's through your sense receptors. It's through what you're seeing or hearing or feeling or something, and not just about some telepathy that's going between your heads. Next week, it's Porosity Complicated with Dr. Art Markman and Dr. Bob Duke. I'm Rebecca McEnroy, and I produce Two Guys on Your Head for KUT Radio in Austin, Texas.
0: We're tracing the decisions that gave us the housing situation we have in Austin today in Growth Machine, how Austin engineered its housing market. Find it wherever you get your podcasts.